Listener Production. The Luke and Sassy Scott podcast acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we record this podcast, the Yulikit Woolen Clan of the Bunurwurrung, who are part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to our elders, past and present, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Me. You are ridiculous. Don't do that either. Look at you. I'm sick of you. You're a nutcase. I don't care, Luke. I'm going to start gaslighting you. What? You infuriate me as a human being. <coughs> are you recording? Can I pick my nose? Luke, I'm sassy. Sassy. Scott. Okay, you go. You do the intro. No, you, you want to introduce it. Come on, hero. Just Come calm on. down, Scott. Well, then go on. If I didn't have to talk all of the time and you weren't so boring, I wouldn't have to talk all the time. Scott, we're recording. Introduce the podcast now. Hi, I'm Sassy Scott and I'm here with my little annoying brother. Oh, I would like another introduction than that. The cooler brother, Luke. They call him Just Luke. The better half. And this is the Luke and Sassy Scott podcast. We have a podcast. I know. <laughs> what the hell? Like, they called us and said, we want you guys to come and talk, speak on mics. I thought mum was the only one who ever wanted to give us opportunity. Turns out the listener wants us to succeed, but it's only a limited series, Luke. They've only given us six weeks, so we need every single person to get behind us, listen to this every single Wednesday, mm. and let's just hope people help us get past six weeks. So tell your wife, tell your husband, and tell your kids to listen. We'll be talking a whole lot of, I don't know, shit. Mm, a lot of shit. And you'll be able to find us on what socials, Luke? On most socials. I'm going to go with TikTok, Twitter. Instagram. Oh, we don't tweet. You oh. might tweet. Okay, I- and for all the mums out there, we can go on Facebook. And they find us at... Luke and Sassy Scott. Anyway, we've got <coughs> a fucked up show coming up. We're going to go into Sibling Squabbles where we asked our followers... Yeah. Some say My fans. followers. My fans, your followers, oh. for some really fucked up stories of what they've done to their siblings or what their siblings have done to them. And can I just say they're all mental. They're sick. Mm. I thought we were the only fucked up siblings. Clearly not. Turns out we're nowhere near as we're bad. Actually- well, especially as Nikki. I can't wait to share that one. Coming up, I'm going to be setting you a little challenge, Scott. <laughs> Do you think you've got a big ego? Mm, yeah, I do know I'd have one. Well, to win a point in this one, you're going to sound like the biggest dickhead with the biggest ego in Australia. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I'd be embarrassed if I was you. And you know what? What? I'm going to share some of my frustrations. You've got quite a few, Scott. For such a little boy, so many things annoy you. (laughs) Other than you, there's a couple of others out there. Uh, So I'm going to share what's really fucking getting on my nerves this week. Calm down. Scott, I was thinking during the week, what was one of the most fucked up things that we did as kids? The Get ready. Mm. Do you remember ever taking a shit on the lawn? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember? Oh, Let's go back. But I'm the most entertaining one out of all of us. All of the stories are always like, Scott, do you remember when you, like, I wish I had a story that you did that I can recall and laugh about. I wanted to do the shit and you went, no, absolutely not. (laughs) What? I want to make this about me. No, let's go back. We're all sitting around. It was a school holidays where mum and dad would just leave us to defend for ourselves. That's when we were always the most bored. Yeah, what else were we going to (laughs) do? We had nothing to do. It's not like now where you could play on a computer. You wouldn't even know how to turn one on back then. Anyway, how we dared you to take a shit on the lawn. I don't think it was a dare. 
What, you just went out there by yourself to take a shit? Yeah, I recall it differently. What do you mean? Well, you locked me out of the, the house <laughs> and I was screaming, let me in, I need to go to the toilet. <gasps> I just spat on you. Whatever, we'll get out of my way. <laughs> and I said, open the dry, I need to go to the toilet. And you guys went, go to the toilet on the grass. And I don't think you knew that I needed to do number two. <laughs> you thought I needed to do a wee. This and then right. all of my brothers were inside staring at me and I was like kicking down the door and I'm like, please, open. And the, mind you, we had got a retrievers so and we're like... <laughs> <laughs> like they did big shits, but this was this is next level. And so I go out on the grass for a little chihuahua. Like, Fine, you want me to go to the toilet? I'll go to the toilet. And I pull my pants down. I start doing a poo on the grass. Even the the golden retrievers are like, "What the fuck?" But my favorite part of it all is. We forgot about it. You did a shit and it was like done for. Like we moved on until dad gets home and he's like, which one of you took a shit on the lawn? That's not dog shit. This is human shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, we asked some of you to send in stories of the worst thing that you had ever done to a sibling or a sibling had ever done to you. Now, out of the hundreds and thousands, we're still sifting through and we're fucking shocked and blindsided by not just how crazy we were. We used to say, are we just relatable? Is that why people like us? Relatable? These people are more fucked than us. They're sick. They're sick. Uh, Let's go with Amy. (laughs) So I was about eight or nine and my sister was about 12 and she took the scab off her wart that was on her pointing finger knuckle and then it started to ooze and she wiped it down my face. <laughs> and I just thought, I'm going to have warts all down my face for the rest of my life because you do think like that when you're eight. And then I was the one that got in trouble for upsetting mum and dad because I screamed really loud. Anyway, what a cow. Good news, didn't get any warts. <laughs> <laughs> have you had any wart stories? Yeah, I, used, I had this really bad one on my foot once and mum tricked me into going to the doctors to get it burnt off. She said she had to go see the GP. And we get there and the next second they're like, Luke, up on the bed. And I was like, Mum, you've betrayed me. And they burnt this ward off my foot. I had one on my knee and I used to love picking it. And That's one why on I my hate thumb. your knees. You what? It just hit me. That's why I hate your knees. Because I had warts on them. Yes. Why did I get warts on my knees, though? You're Don't on you get them, them a from, lot? like, standing, <laughs> like, in, like, dirty showers? So you were, why are you on your knees in dirty showers? Do you want to go there? Uh, let's play um, Frankie. <laughs> I was five and went to put my favourite slippers on one day and pulled them out from under my bed where I kept them, only to find my little sister thought it would be a fun place to pee. <laughs> and when we've asked my little sister about this since she's grown up, that was not like a. I was busting for the toilet and I just went anywhere. That was a purposeful, I'm going to piss in my little sister's slippers. So when she puts them on, they're wet. Move. Memory unlocked, go. Somebody, it, had to, it was like a cousin or someone. Their mum used to always go in and say, there's something really bad coming from the room and they couldn't find the smell. Who was it? You have to help me remember this. And then they found out that one of their kids in the middle of the night was pooing and going to the toilet underneath their bed and never went to the toilet. And in the middle of the night, they were doing it under their bed and they found old poos and wheeze under there. Who was that? That's no one in my circles. It was. You have to remember that story. I'm like, it's so familiar. We should call mum and ask her. I bet she'll be like, it was your cousin. Anyway, next up, we've got Rachel. So, right, I mean, my daughter's bedroom doing this because my boyfriend <laughs> think you're an absolute numb what you're doing. She when honest. I was a kid, I love her. I'm one of five girls and I'm the youngest one and I was the fat ginger one. 
And they used to tell me that my mum left me out in the rain and I went rusty. <laughs> and they used to also tell me that she found me and I was adopted because they've all got brown hair and brown eyes. And I'm the only one with ginger hair and blue eyes. And they used to also eat my sweets because they said I was too fat and didn't need them. Because I was fat, they used to get a scarf and tie it round my waist and tie it to the bike. And they used to make me run behind them around the local field to try and lose weight as well. Because obviously being really fat, just being careful because my son might be listening to me on the fucking weirdo. <laughs> She's the greatest. Rachel! Let's follow her back. You're fat with a PH. Yeah. Oh my God. I know, right? That's you so were funny. adopted. Well, yeah, that was the ongoing. Well, I sometimes I, I think I believed it up until when I was 20. Do you know, what? until I would, went studied biology at school and realized, though, two brown eyed parents can have a green eyed child. I genuinely genuinely wanted and hoped that you would believe me that you were adopted. Like, it was sadistic. Like, I really wanted you to think you were adopted. Well, what about? We've got that in the family. Uncle Pog. You can't say that. Well, he's not going to say anything now. Well, because he's dead, but Mum's still alive. All right, so we've opened the story up. Let's just talk about it. (laughs) So, Grandma's brother, in context, Uncle Uncle Pog. Pog. His name was Peter O'Grady, so it was his initials. Pog. Died. But when he died, I'm going to get in trouble. You need to be the one. See, you've set me up. You stop because you're getting teary. Look at you. No, I'm not. I don't cry under anybody. Oh, please, fucking calm down. But you've set me up to tell the story. So then the family hate me because I was. I'll tell the story. Get over yourself. Go for it. Anyway, when Uncle Pog died, Grandma said, "Thank fuck." (laughs) So this is Uncle Pog's (laughs) his son, and she's like, "Finally, I can tell everyone." And we're like, "What, Grandma?" And she's like. Uncle Pog was adopted. This was her brother. So then she's gone. The dying wish for my parents were I could never tell anyone until Pog died. I never knew that part. Yeah, that's why she never told anyone, because they never wanted Uncle Pog to know he was adopted. Why didn't I get that detail? Because you don't listen to other people when they talk. I thought she was being a bitch, and I said to Mum, she's a fucking bitch. No. How dare she not tell Uncle Pog that he was adopted? It was her parents' wish. Oh, I didn't. Why did But now you can't go talk to her because Grandma's dead too. Anyway, but yeah. All right, the lucky last story of the day is Nikki's. Hi, Luke and Scott. The worst thing a sibling's ever done was my sister took my husband from me. My husband and I were ex-husband now. We were together for about 10 years. And one day she decides to dress up like me because we are identical. So she took my style, slept with him, and he realised that he was with the wrong sister. So I divorced Now, my sister and my ex-husband are about to get married. Shut the fuck up! That's fucked, isn't it? What a twisted bitch! I know. They were twins? I want to hear the other side story. The other what? The other, the sister's story. Get the twin on the line. (laughs) Which one? Get the twin. A or B? (laughs) The one who dressed up as her and had sex with her brother-in-law. Would you ever think about that? Dressing up like you? Absolutely not. (laughs) I've got style. You don't. Scott. All right, Scott, are you ready for a challenge? Yes. Every now and then, I'm going to set you up to call someone. It's going to be a prank sort of challenge. If you're convincing enough, you're going to get a little point, Scott. However, if you fail, I will get the point. So most of the time, I will get a point, so I'll win. 
First up, I'm going to have you calling Dominica Calaco. Now, if you don't know Dom, she was your blonde bombshell uh, on Married at First Sight. She's also been on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, where she had a bit of beef with Cack. Yes, Carrie I'm Ann. King Dom still. Yeah, with her 1989 Revlon lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's also got a pretty cool podcast herself that, Scott, we were on. You might know the name of it. Sit with us. And we were on two episodes. Yeah, so you should now call her and ask for a talent fee for us being on it. No. So they've only, so we're on no. two episodes. So before the second one's released, you're going to ask for talent fee of somewhat of $2,500. Luke, that's ridiculous. What do you mean? Two and a half grand. There is absolutely no way she will agree to it, Luke. You're doing it. You're calling Dom now. <sighs> Watch the master. If you lose, I get the point. <laughs> ah, good. <laughs> Can't wait to see me on this tally board. Two and a half grand. Let's go. Can't wait. She knows it's... she have my number? Surely she would. Hey, honey boo. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, darling. I'm just up in Byron Bay at dinner. I'm living her best life. Living my best life. I don't want to keep you too long, but Luke and I had a catch up with management earlier today and yeah. we were reviewing your podcast, which fucking is incredible, by the way. Yeah, thank are you. Guys you. Happy, are you guys happy with how it sounded and how it came about? Oh, honestly, like people, people in the group loved it. Like really, they loved learning more about you guys and seeing where you started and everything and yeah, no, it was been amazing. Yeah, yeah, we've gotten so much good feedback too, and is oh, good. and is exactly why management said today you definitely need to call the girls because clearly you've added so much value to their podcast, and just check in with them and see if they'll pay you a like a, a talent fee before they release episode two. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, I will. For that, I'll chat with Ella. Actually, I'll chat with James because he does all of, like, our behind-the-scenes shit. Yes. And then he can do it through that. So what the best way for you to do that, can you email on our Sit With Us page, there's an email? Easy. Okay. Yeah. So on that email, just email straight to there and say that you spoke with me. It goes to James, but I'll be CC'd into it. Yeah, cool. So I'll know about it. Yeah. And then we can go from there and then that's totally fine. And listen, I was like, oh, I don't want to do anything too much, but you know what management are like these days. No, and, I get it. No, babe, I, t- I trust me, I get it. And honestly. they're like, listen, that's far more than what you signed up for. Ask for two and a half grand and call it a day. Yeah. No, that's fine. Look, put it in an email and we'll go from there, honestly, all right? All right. Love you, guys. That's the best way to do it. All right. See you, baby. Okay, bye. 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 I win. No, you didn't. I win. She's just pushing it off to management to be like, absolutely not. No, she agreed you to it. You are she not getting a point for this. Agreed, put it in no the way. I win that. No, of course she's going to say that to she you. She was so cool with that. God, no. Not a no problem. No way. No way. I get the point. All right, we can't Hang tell on. her it's a joke. You have to get two and a half grand into the account then. The fuck that? That's stupid, Because you know they won't she send it. She agreed to it. No. She Who agreed you for you to, that? She agreed for you to email. Kirsten no. just said us. Well, Me. she can leave. No. She can leave? <laughs> well, absolutely not. I got that. Scott. Fair and square. You lost. She said for you to email. If she really wanted to give you the two and a half grand, she would have been she absolutely. Said, I totally How about I get James fine. on the line now and I'll get him to give you a call? You're going straight to junk and you're never going to get a reply email. No. I get a point. I'm Challenge not doing this. one and I'm I win. Not, I can't do this week after week with him 
if he's not going, we're going to have to have a decider. We're going to go to our manager, Kirsty, and we're also going to go to Mandy, the producer, head bitch in charge. Rock stars. I'll listen and to them. So, Kirsty, who do you think got that point, me or Luke? I might be a rock star, Luke, but that was definitely a clear win for Scott. Yes! And Mandy, who do you think won? This is bullshit. I actually reckon it was Scott too. No. Yeah. She said, she's like, absolutely, babe, I totally get it. So that was, I reckon that's you, Scott. I'm off this. I'm not. I've got the first point of the season. All right, so for those listening, if you want to put your finger up at Scott, our manager and our producer, can you please message me who really won this and I'll get the point. Uh, they decided, Luke, could you stop trying to find another reason why you lost? You're a loser. You lost this week. Better luck next week. Agreed. <laughs> Stay out of this. <laughs> Scott's Back off. So it won't be new news to anybody that some things piss me off. Not news here. And I just think, Luke, that I've been banging on about some things our whole life, but now I have a soapbox, a platform, and a podcast <laughs> that I can really come for those people that are fucking with my every single day life. Recently, you tried to, well, you did, prank me with drinking all the milk in the house. It wasn't a house. prank. You just came at me because there was no milk in the fridge that I bought. And you lost your shit that I drank my milk. Well, anyway, it's the only thing that you contribute to the house, which I made very clear, which comes across. And I think, thank God, lots of people got to see it because they're like, Luke is an entitled little prick. Did you have all the milk? Scott. You drink more milk than a baby cow. This is ridiculous. It's my fucking milk. So, whilst that fucked me right off, have you been reading the comments of what people are writing on the TikTok? Yes. So it's over how many millions? It's like 8 million or something. 10, hit 10, 10 mil- today. Did it? Mm. 10 million views in mm. what a week. Yeah. A lot of comments. I would say 10,000 plus. 16,000. When is it? Do you not follow anything? No, I'm not self-obsessed like you. So, oh. but when I scroll through and read what people say about me, <laughs> um, <laughs> people are writing, oh my God, he thinks cows drink milk. And I'm playing up to it going, I know, what a fool. <laughs> no, but they're saying it like I'm the fucking stupid one. I know. Why do they think cows produce milk just as a byproduct of humans? Someone writes the other day, oh, my God, he thinks milk was made for cows and not us humans. Lol. <laughs> what the fuck? Where are these people from? I think you learned that in grade two. Do you, do you know what I mean? Why are you getting angry over this, though? No, because they, they think that I'm dumb and you're writing back to them like, lol, I know. And they're like walking down the street going, Scott thinks cows drink milk. When cows actually do drink milk, it was made for them, not for humans. But we've probably made cows make more milk than what they probably used to, right? Sure, but it, can't, it, it was made for cows, not for humans. Someone just one day, some bored farmer was laying down on the grass and a cow fucking probably walked over him and he sucked on the teat, weirdly sexual, and but he got some milk. That's how it came to humans. It wasn't <laughs> made for humans. They're anyway, the ones that drink milk. On to the next. Yes. The number one thing that fucks me off more than you is cyclists. And look at my hand shaking <laughs> I, every morning, drive down Beach Road, Beaconsfield Parade. Mm. And I've always, no, I haven't always been a believer, but I've allowed cyclists to fucking get on their bikes and people tell me that it's good for them. It's taking traffic off the road. It is. The and more it's right cyclists, it's not if you're driving down fucking Beaconsfield Parade and Beach Road. And they're allowed to, but so keep going. every morning there's three lanes 
and it's a clear away, so it's, a, it's, it's because it's peak hour and it's, the three lanes should be open for all the fucking cars. The carbon footprint lanes. There is along the beach a bike path. It's very clear. And every morning there's about 10 fuckwits that are in their lycra. They all look good in it until you look at them up close that are at least 100 metres away from each other. And there I am having to get, well, with 5,000 other fucking cars, having to get in lane two and lane three because five fuckwits from fucking Malvern, they are all riding 100 metres apart. They could do it in a group, so then we could all just get in front of them and keep driving. So you, you, but you no, want them to do it in a group? It completely wastes Get on a bus if you want to do things travelling in groups. Shut up. Get on a bus, it'll shut, be fine. I'm not doing this with you. Let me have my fucking moment, Luke. Go. They, like, they have their fucking moments every single day. So I have to go, I have to get into this middle lane and then you get in front of them and two seconds later you're getting back over. They have the free fucking lane all to themselves, five people and 5,000 other cars have to then all sit in traffic and be banked up and get late to work. And I'm fucking done with them. Can I just say, I know, no, no, I know the bike lane you're talking about, the one that you and Marcus walk the dogs on and bikes come up past you with the little ding, ding, ding going and you're like, this is for everyone. No. So they no, can't it's not. even no, go. No, I'm talking no, about a Beaconsfield people break. Like you. No, there's a different one. There's a walk path so, and so then you, a bike path. So you're admitting you do no, that on bike shut paths. shut up. So now I get in front of them and when I do swerve and go around them respectfully and fucking safely, I now, in the new car that has fucking serious jet windscreen wipers, <laughs> I hold them down and soak the fuck out of everyone behind me. You are so entitled. No, because no, they that's you me teaching so them. Entitled. No, that's me teaching them a lesson and saying, get over in the fucking teaching bike them lane. A lesson. They're in a car lane, they're gonna cop cars. Get in the bike lane, all they'll have to deal with is fucking bikes. Anyway, I'm pro bikes. Okay, go get on a fucking bike and stay in your lane. Yeah, they are in their lane. Then they're gonna have to put up with cars like you, and now they're gonna have to be like, is it raining? No, it's suck, Scott driving in front of me. Shit. And you know what? I'm gonna fill out my fucking windscreen wipers every night when I get home, so the next morning I can fucking soak you and your crappy Oakleys again every fucking morning. Look and sassy. Sassy. Scott. Okay, guys, if you liked that episode, you got to make sure you share it, bitches, because we are a limited series and we're hoping that they might sign us to do longer. I'm having fun. I don't want to go. Me neither. Share it. Listener.